Testing, testing, one, two, three. You had pizza without No, me? not like that. <laughs> Rise and shine, pinchers. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Redo. Pinch. Why? You didn't? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, Jimmy wants me to do this one specific thing, but I think it's kind of lame. But okay. Rise and shine, pincher. Wait. Now I forget what you want me to do. Rise and shine, pinchers. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. <laughs> 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 it's uh, our sick day edition. I'm your host, Connie Wang. If you can't tell, I still sound a little sick from the um, previous episode where I recorded... Jimmy somehow miraculously got sick after me and recovered faster than me. I just made myself go to sleep for 16 hours straight. I had a very big, busy day at work and couldn't couldn't be missing out. So I mean, to... I couldn't either. See, that's the difference between you and me, though, is that you are so good at, like, if you need to fall asleep, you can fall asleep with reckless abandon. There's nothing else that matters in this world. Whereas even when I'm sick and I need to be asleep, I'm still like, oh no, like what's going on on my phone? I got to answer texts. I got to answer emails. Like I'm still just like always on, which sucks. You got to protect yourself to recover. That's I, why I recovered quickly and you are still suffering. Well, I have to say in pharmacy school, we learned about how some people after they get a virus, how they need like a little inhaler. And I used to just think that like no one actually did that. I'm like, who actually uses an inhaler? Who actually goes to the doctor and needs an inhaler after they get sick? Like, I just thought we all recovered like normal. But I'm one of those people now that I think I need an inhaler. I don't think the inhaler's indicated in this circumstance. You don't Why have, not? You don't have like bronchitis. What about this? <coughs> Doesn't sound like bronchitis. Well, it could be bronchitis. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's recovering. Anyway, so we are here today for a Friday morning episode of Chief Complaints, answering your chief complaints. This is our Friday morning anonymous advice segment. Go get um, a halls, dear. First things first. Oh my god, that's another thing I have to tell everyone. This is a PSA. I don't know who needs to know this. I didn't know this before starting dental school. But cough drops are like literal sugar bombs for your teeth. They are so cariogenic because think about it. All you do is keep in your mouth this sugary piece of candy all day and it just sits there and rots out your mouth. That's why I'm very anti-cough drop except for today. I, I, I had to. I had no other. This was my last resort. I just needed to stop coughing. So I had a cough drop. I'll admit it actually did help a little bit. Told but I'm, I, no, I'm still adamant that I am not a fan of cough drops. I will never promote a cough drop unless they're sugar-free. You're whole thing about cough drops is just like a gateway drug to you eventually handing out toothbrushes on Halloween. <laughs> oh my god, am I headed down this that is, path? Yeah, this is like the start. Like, I always thought like, I know, would never like, become one of those people. Like, like my interest in history is uh, me turning into a middle-aged man. Yes, this and is this true. Is, uh, oh no, this is me spiraling into the den. Oh my god, soon yeah. on Halloween when we live in a oh, neighborhood. Kids are going to avoid us. Yeah, kids are going to run by and then we'll try to make the house look so inviting. We'll be like, no, 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 come. We have candy. We have trees. And they'll be like, we don't believe you. You're the dentist. There's nothing spookier than a dentist on Halloween. <laughs> tell you that much. Uh, but yeah, people will actively be avoiding our house. Mm-hmm. Anywho. And TPing it the night before. Anyways, Jimmy, do you have another chief complaint this week besides my hacking keeping you up all night? That's about it. <laughs> Wait, reenact you trying to fall asleep while I'm hacking. Uh, it's just me going like, me, 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 and then you hear, <coughs> and then you're like, oh, gotta start counting my sheep again. <laughs> it's like sleep apnea. It's like the number of events that I have at night 
You're like you're yeah. like counting the period in between each hack. Honestly, I'm kind of like waiting for you to fall asleep because I know <laughs> like, like I'm like okay like she eventually stops and falls asleep. Whenever the Nyquil kicks in, things turn out okay. Onset of action about thirty minutes. <laughs> you're like I just keep myself occupied until that occurs. You know what's so funny though is because I told Jimmy I'm like Jimmy I did not sleep a lick last night, not even a single wink of sleep. And Jimmy's like that's interesting because I heard you give your final last hack and then proceed to snore after that. Yeah, she went just like <clears throat> <laughs> just like an immediate snore it was right adorable. after. <laughs> Thank you. Well, anyways, those are our chief complaints this week. So without further ado, Jimmy, are you ready to go into our uh, Pincher submitted chief complaint of the week? Yeah, that okay. was a mouthful. Why would you say it like I don't that? know. Alrighty. So the chief complaint of the week is, hey, guys, I have a really big day of boards coming up. It's an all day exam and I really want it to go well. I tend to get really anxious and overwhelmed with important exams and tests. Help. Okay, so we have had our fair share of big exams, big days, things like that. The number one thing that makes me feel a lot better is that by the time that you actually show up to the test or the big day or the event, the hardest part is honestly already over. Like the pain has already, you've already gone through all the preparation. That was like the worst part was staying in, studying, preparing. That's why I always say I, I was always in a good mood on a test day. And it a was little too good. You were always annoyingly okay, chipper. Okay, I... <laughs> I, I'm an exception because I just, <laughs> yeah, like, I'll admit it. I He's don't, like humming on his way I'm to not, the testing I'm center. Not, uh, you know, I don't struggle with tests. I'm a good test taker. Uh, uh-huh. I think the biggest thing to also help calm your nerves, like a lot of it is the test. Yes, preparing for the mm-hmm. test. But a big thing to keep in mind is it's actually the before and the after. So like I said, like making sure that you're preparing well, but the after is what people forget. So make sure that you're scheduling like a fun dinner date or something fun that you can do after you finish the test or after you finish the big thing that you're all stressed for. That way you can really decompress. And I think the most important thing it does is it just reminds you that there is life after this big event. When you're really stressed about a big event, big tests, big day, it almost feels like it's life or death and like there will no- be nothing after this. And you just got to remind yourself it's all small potatoes. Like you're still going to you're, you're going to walk out of that testing center, you're going to go eat dinner with someone, and then you're going to go home and then you're going to carry on with the rest of your life like you did before. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's going to work out. Yeah, I think that's important to know that you know, things are just going to move on. I like to tell myself if I have like a big day that I'm a little nervous about or kind of worked up something that helps me kind of reframe it is thinking that okay time is passing no matter what no matter what in 72 hours Ooh, that's or a however, good one. like you know mm-hmm. whatever this is all done it's over no matter what there is there is an end to the stress and anxiety yeah. around it and obviously in the moment doing the test and everything is you know is very stressful but i i think what Condi said is a great idea to treat yourself afterwards. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, if you've prepared well, treating yourself the night before you have the test, I That's think is a, nice. a really nice thing to do. I think go stopping studying by like five, six o'clock that day, making sure you have a nice dinner, making sure you take a nice like hot shower or a bath. A hot shower for sure. Uh, do your self-care. Don't like... 
don't let studying get in the way of taking care of yourself the night before your big day. I actually used to. So you know how Jimmy said he's like giddy the morning of because he's happy to get it over with. I actually would be giddy like the night before because the night before I'd be like, yeah, I like put in all the work. But like in my mind, I can still fantasize about how amazing it's going to go. Whereas in the morning of I'm like, ugh, now I have to do the thing. The night before is actually like a good time to really hype yourself up. Like imagine how you're good you're going to feel when you walk out. Be like, oh my God, I like that was way easier than I expected. Like the night before, once you, all the preparing is said and done, once you've already done everything you can, it's just a mental mind game of preparing yourself. So just literally fantasize in your head about how good it's going to be. I actually have an episode I just posted all about your my top manifestation tips for how to like act like you've already done it, which is a really helpful tip. Another thing is I'm really big on good luck rituals. Okay, guys? So Jimmy knows. He's seen my night before craziness, would, would you say? First things first, the night before any sort of big exam, if it's like an intellectual exam, this is so stupid. I like to, so when I got my wisdom teeth removed, they gave them to me in a packet, so I still have them. And I'd like to think that it gives me wisdom and good luck, you know, from like the dental gods. So this is just what I believe. So every night before like a big academic exam, I used to sleep with my wisdom teeth underneath my pillow or like on my nightstand to kind of, you know, be like. Is that what those were? <laughs> You're like, those weren't little pearls? <laughs> um, as like a little offering, you know, to the dental gods. Uh, and to, yeah, to say thank you and please bless me. Another thing I used to do was, obviously, the day of, I would bring my lucky crystals with me. I have three lucky crystals that I just like, they just give me good vibes, okay? So I would put them in my pocket. I'd be like jingling on my way to the exam. But it just made me feel a lot better to know that I had my lucky crystals with me. For anyone curious, it was carnelian for bravery, citrine for good luck, and lapis lazuli for wisdom. He's had to listen to me like chant that little ritual so many times. I just uh, really glazed over for a bit. Yeah. Um, we're, oh, and my lucky socks. Do you have lucky socks? Do you have like a lucky anything? Me? I, I, I think I have pairs of socks that I'm more likely to wear <laughs> for a momentous day. Does this mean because they don't have holes in them? <laughs> no, no. I, I, like, I don't think I have one pair. I just have like... Like more Momentous fun socks, socks that, I, that are for special occasions, like okay. my Power Ranger socks and stuff. After we finish this. I have this, some pharmacy socks. I want you to show me your Momentous socks after no. this. <laughs> You'll never know. I'll never know which oh, one. You have to, if you pay to attention to the big days in my life, you'll see some socks. Well, you actually had your first big day very recently, Jimmy. I thought this would be good for you to speak on. So Tuesday, Jimmy, it was your first day as like a real provider on your own, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm finally out of my, like, orientation process and taking care of patients on my own. Wait, can you explain to people what taking care of patients on your own means, though, for, like, it, people that are, like, new to this whole situation? Uh, it means that I can make decisions that can affect okay, people. Okay, but, like, as an ambulatory care pharmacist, like, what uh, exactly are you doing? Uh, hel helping patients manage chronic conditions like their diabetes and high blood pressure. Okay, um, no, go more into that. So, like, okay, a person at your clinic gets to see Jimmy and say, hey. So, if if someone's diabetes is out of control, then... Uh, they send them to you. They send them to me. I talk to them. We figure out kind of what's worked before, what doesn't work. F figure out some good medication options that they, the patient's actually going to be willing to take. Because a lot of times when you have your doctor, they might you know tell you, okay, you have to take this medicine, and then you only have five minutes with them, so you don't really have time to talk about it more. And then yeah. if you don't like the medicine, it might be months until you see the doctor again. But and like they have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but with the 
the pharmacists were able to see the patients a little bit more frequently and be a good extender for the primary care physician. So anyway, so you had your first day of like being a provider on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Were you feeling nervous? Um, I was, yeah, I was a little nervous because I had a, you know, I had kind of a safety net. Like I had a mentor helping me make treatment decisions for the you know first couple months. Uh, so yeah, being out there on my own, kind of being the one that buck stops with uh, have, having my name on things, sending prescriptions with my name on it. That was a, a cool new feeling. I First know. prescription I ever sent on my CDTM agreement was for Manjaro. That's exciting. See, mine was like Prevident toothpaste. I, I really have not had anything exciting You're going like, on. Here's some toothpaste. I'm like, here's some That's really high. the one with high. like the 5,000 yeah. or whatever on it's it. It's the yeah. boost. Yeah, it's very concentrated. Can you give me some of that? I wish I could write myself an inhaler. Out of your um, scope, out of my scope. <laughs> but what was I going to say? Okay, so Jimmy, when you were like the night before, you were like kind of nervous for it. Did you tell yourself anything to like pep yourself up for it? Like, did you do anything? Did you go to bed early? I really don't remember anything. <laughs> I think I went to bed kind of early. Okay. And, uh, oh, wait, we were sick. I was really I sick that sick day. I wasn't sick yet. That was like. Right. I was really sick, and Jimmy Jimmy's ritual was like, don't mess this up for me, Wang. Don't get me sick. <laughs> yeah. I think I was just, like, forcing my body to not get... not to get, not feel it. Not get sick and not feel it until I was after, you know, the day was done. Did you... So, was there anything that, like, you did to, like, just pump yourself up so that you would feel better or feel okay or to keep um, yourself motivated throughout th- the day? I think I just made sure I, I took... Had a nice, uh, nice meal the night before. What did we... Th- Soup. It was good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, and I, I think I made sure I took like a shower and okay. kind of just was like collecting yourself. Yeah, just like really like made sure I did all my self care stuff. Made it to bed early. Watched some TV shows. Oh, that's a really good point about why having a good nighttime routine is also really helpful for these big momentous days. Because basically, what happens is when you have a really big out of the norm day, like taking a big exam. Your nervous system is completely thrown out of whack. Um, Your nervous system is like, oh my God, we're under attack. I don't know what to do. By having a nighttime routine and a morning routine, but for me specifically nighttime because I don't really have Mm. much of a morning routine. By having a routine that your body is used to, that can signal to your body, it's okay. We're actually not getting chased by a tiger because you know what? I'm still doing my nighttime routine. I'm still putting my cute little like soft cold creams on my face. Everything's going to be a-okay. We're not going to die. Yeah, we're on the precipice of a big day tomorrow, but you know what? Every day is still going to end the same. And there's something about that ritual that our human bodies and our nervous system just love. It's that like consistency. So that's another tip is not only do you need good luck rituals, I think you just need good everyday rituals. That way you feel like you have something to go back to and like life continues, like I said. And when you have a really big stressful day, it kind of feels like I can only love myself if I do well in this test. I can only like love myself if I like pass this thing. And the thing is, you really need to find little ways to place, like, unconditional love on yourself. That way, it's like, you know what? I will love myself no matter how this exam goes. I will love myself even if I don't pass. I will love myself if I do really well. Like, that's not deter- That's not what determines if I love myself or not. And I think that's a really healthy habit to develop. That way, it takes off the anxiety and the pressure of having to do well on that test. Because... A big reason why you feel this pressure is because you're like, if I walk in there and I do bad, then like I'm going to walk out in shame and I can never love myself and I'm horrible. I'm a horrible person. I'm going to be a bad whatever. And that's just like not the way to look at it because this test is so arbitrary. 
It's just one stone on the many stones in the path to getting to where you want to be. So the less pressure you can put on it, honestly, the better you will do in the long run. And even if it is a very high stakes mm -hmm. test, we've all been there with high stake tests. Yeah, yeah. The, the point is no one did well by reminding themselves how high stakes it was, right? I guess not, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like that's, like, not the helpful part. The helpful part is reminding yourself how much you prepared for it. The way I look at it is by the time you're taking the test, you already put in all the work. It's already yours. Just showing up to the test is now you just claiming it to be yours, right? Like, in theory, it's already yours. You already prepared for it. Now just show up there, collect your piece of paper that says that you took it and passed it, and just claim it as yours. And that's all you have to do on that big exam day. I think that seems fair. And I, and I think also don't psych yourself out if maybe the last test didn't go well and that's why For you're kind of sure. worried. We all are going to, everyone's going to have the worst test they had. And right. just kind of remind yourself that, that like, okay, if you already had a bad one, you're not due for another. Yeah. And as long as you rectified whatever might have gotten in the way of doing well on that in the past, mm -hmm. you can kind of, the slate's wiped clean. It's not right. like a you did bad and you're always going to do bad now. Um, you look at it as an opportunity to redeem yourself if you've had you know difficulty with it in the past. Another thing I like to remind myself too about like when I'm taking a big test is I think a lot of the fear and anxiety going into a big test is like, oh my God, I'm not going to know anything. I'm not going to know any of the answers. And what I always tell myself is the test makers don't know if you actually knew it or not. They don't know if you did an educated guess. So you actually don't have to know everything walking into an exam. Don't feel that pressure. Instead, you just have to be able to guess the right answer. And I know you're like, well, duh, I have to know the right answer. But I'm like, no, 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 not know the right answer. Guess. So at the end of the day, five questions that you totally guessed on and you still got right, you still got right. So this, this answer is twofold because one, when you're walking into the test and you feel like you don't know everything, calm down. The ball is still in your court. You haven't answered any questions yet. Especially if it's multiple choice. It's, exactly. If it's multiple choice, you still have a very fair shot. So don't give up until you're done, okay? Another thing is when you're in that test and you feel like you're not crushing it. I felt that way during my DAT. I was like, oh my God, am I going to have to redo this? Do not give up. Keep answering as if you're getting everything right because you could surprise yourself. The ones that the answers that you don't know, you could really surprise yourself and be right on because you don't know. You 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 don't know. And since you don't know, you could be right. So just hang on to there. Don't give up because giving up is one surefire way to know that like you're gonna have to yeah. redo it. The you know? second you start downing yourself, it's all over. Right. Like don't let it get there. So you gotta you gotta get yourself in the right mindset for that morning and go from there. Uh, one thing that I do on a test morning that is, uh, I don't have coffee because oh, that'll make tell. me too jittery because I'm already a little too, <laughs> is that like, why? I or already you have, your pants? no, I already have that kind of like amped to go, yeah. like we have to take a test, got to give true. a presentation, like that kind of energy. Yeah. So I, and like, you know, I don't want to poop. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, so you don't want to poop your pants the morning of your test. That'll uh, definitely ruin yeah, your day. Yeah. Oh, but, you're uh, gonna be the one that pooped your pants. But yeah, if you're someone that's already like a little nervous, which is okay by the way, if like you do. just let your anxiety kind of fuel you through the day. Don't add to it by having coffee because that's probably gonna hinder your performance. I swear, when I took, I mean, I told you guys when I took my dental licensure boards, I had like IBS for weeks. Like my bowel system was not the same because I was so anxious pooping all the time. Um, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. Another thing, too, is when you're in the testing center, don't listen to anyone. If you're with other people, don't listen to people talking or like don't look into too much if other people seem confident and let that get to you. I feel like when we're really anxious, it's easy to look and be like, oh, my God, these people made it look so easy. Those people are laughing. 
laughing. Like, they must think everything's easy. Like, blah, blah, blah. Don't look at anyone else. They just do. keep your blinders on. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Just keep your blinders on. It doesn't matter. I'm the first one laughing. Yeah, it's no, me. it's Jimmy. <laughs> it's Jimmy. Chipper Jimmy in the morning. Um, but yeah. I know him a lot before tests, and after a while, <laughs> I was I like would recuse myself. I'd be like, I'm not even going to interact with anyone. I'm glad you have <laughs> the self awareness to do that. That's probably how you still have friends. <laughs> well, myself included too. Like I, I think I'm definitely a chipper person in general, so <laughs> I'm right there with you. But um, one last thing before we take off. So yeah, you know. Another thing important to remind you is just no matter what, big days never go away, even though it feels like, you know, big tests go away. Once you graduate and go to uh, and finish school, you still have big days at work. For example, like I just booked my first really big kind of um, like dental big case. It's an all day case from like eight to two um, in a month. And like, honestly, I'm like a little nervous for it just because I've never done this big of a all day kind of procedure. But how I'm going to prepare is just like how I'm going to prepare for the test. I think in many ways, I know we hate to admit it because people always say this, but I really do think a big part of school and why it's so uncomfortable is because it is preparing you for the very necessary stresses of real life that you cannot escape. Because imagine if you could just get a doctor's note every time you got out of a test, right? You, you can't get like a doctor's note out of, out of tests and you can't get a doctor's note out of real life either. So... These big tests are preparing you. So because I've had so many years of rigorous preparation for big tests, I know when I'm preparing for this big case, what am I going to do? I'm going to show up to the office with all my crystals in my pocket. I'm going to do my preparation. The night before, I'm going to take a hot shower, have a good meal, chat with friends, calm down, imagine the case going perfectly, and just execute from there. But it's really just repetition of those rituals and those habits I've already built in place. So just know everything you're doing right now, it's okay if you're anxious, it's okay if you're overwhelmed. Every single test is a new opportunity for you to rewrite that story. In your question, you were like, I tend to get anxious and overwhelmed. I do too, but that doesn't have to be your narrative. That, that doesn't have to be your story. You don't have to be like, oh, I always get anxious and, and make mistakes. Now I always do this. you used to do Yeah, this. now you get to rewrite the story. You used to do this, but ever since you learned how to prepare, now you're always on top of your A game and you show up and you perform. So this big test that's coming up, this is a new opportunity for you and I'm excited for you and just think of it as another way for you to prepare for someday when you're out there in that big real world and you, know, you, you need to find that ritual that'll help you in your real life struggles this is all preparing you for that. So anyways, go out there and crush it. I believe in you. You're going to do great. Do you believe in her? Uh, is it for sure uh, You just say yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, it is her. Uh, all right. I believe Jimmy in Jimmy believes the... in you. I believe in you. <laughs> okay. Don't prove us wrong. <laughs> Jimmy. Anyways, <laughs> you're going to do awesome. I'm excited for you. Keep us updated on how everything goes. And anyways, that is all we have this week for Chief Complaints. Send us... Um, Leave us a review if you liked what you heard on Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating on Spotify. Oh, my God. I sound so bad. I need to log off soon. So, anyways, thanks so much for listening. Hopefully, I'll sound better by the next episode, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye.